In my previous address to you, I had outlined the bits and pieces of an immensely relaxing holiday in the blue-green waters of Goa and needless to say, the contemporary, preoccupying life of today craves the leisure and serenity that Goa heartily offers to all. Today however, as the roasting days of summer in India has gotten me burning with its sweltering heat, I am reminded of yet another exhilarating venture to the capital city of Gangtok, tucked in the mountainous northern Indian state of Sikkim. Indians might recall it as an essentially Buddhist pilgrimage center and an adventurer's paradise, but in this day it has shifted to a bustling city of mountaineering and river rafting, a hub of spices and textiles as also agritourism as many may call it. It was back in the month of October, when father decided for a family trip to the city during the vacations. Not to mention, the family of four had two men who were hardcore travelers and a mother and a daughter who could do nothing but discuss their sickness bags every time the moving car took a winding turn. This time however, both mother and I were prepared for the worst and so we swallowed our tablets, packed the bags, dropped in a bottle of water and took a deep breath. This was going to be fun. We boarded the flight to Bagdagra Airport, Western Siliguri, West Beagle, India, from where a four or five hour journey by a private taxi would take us to the capital city of Gangtok, Sikkim. Needless to say, the flight was a hassle free travel until the road trip ensued and father's menacing glare on us constantly reminded us of a supposed threat if we couldn't abstain ourselves from throwing up. It was more of a daunting challenge than a vacation on the go and we simply couldn't give in. You had your tablets, don't worry, just go off to snooze, mum whispered to me as I stared outside the car window for seeing a horrifying defeat. I haven't come to sleep here, I have come to see the beauty my eternal indecisive mind hit back at me as I crossed my fingers and hoped for the best. One would be stunned at the picturesque landscape of Sikkim as lush green trees dot the winding roads. I had never seen anything this beautiful ever before. Every time my stomach felt a churn within, I looked outside to dismiss that feeling of inevitable trouble. If only I could let open the windows I mumbled to myself even though I knew the AC inside the car was father's treasured. After a good two long hours, we decided to take a break and fill our tummies with some titbits. We stopped in front of a small shop that sold delightful dumplings and we could already hear our stomachs growl in hunger as customers came out with delicious hot dumplings in their plates. We stepped inside to see tiny rice paper hangings and diamond string lights all around the place and people sitting in several corners feasting on succulent Tibetan food. We ordered two plates of dumplings and a few drinks and began feasting on our food. After the hearty meal, we set to resume our journey when in the next half an hour, the most unwanted happened. Ironically though, my brother started throwing up and we had to stop our car midway and constantly make him splash water onto his face. It was after almost three hours that father finally allowed us to let down the glass of the windows as the gentle strokes of cold winds outside refreshed our somewhat exhausted faces. A nap or two, a stop here and there, a few pictures of the mountains and a long journey of exhaustion, we finally entered into the heavenly abode of Sikkim. Being a writing enthusiast, I feel highly obliged to sketch out to you the magnificent aura of the land I'm talking about and I am much assured and affirm that my readers and listeners in and across the country would be swayed away in the sublime depiction of the enrapturing city. The largest town and capital of the Indian state of Sikkim, Gangtok is set in the eastern Himalayan range with a diverse population of distinct cultures like Bhutia, Lepchas, and Gorkhas. It is since the establishment of the Inchi Monastery in 1840, that the town became revered as a center of Buddhist pilgrimage. After India's independence in 1947, Sikkim chose to remain a monarchy with Gangtok as its capital. After 1975, it was made India's 22nd state capital. Geographically, the city is known for the world's third highest peak, Mount Kanchenjunga that is visible to the west. One thing intrinsic to the town is the beauteous orchids and the dense forest cover with millions of sunflowers, marigolds and poinsettias outlining the blissful scene especially in the winter months. 
The river Tista is said to be the lifeline of the town and one can see tourists, river rafting often in the waters. Our trip was of roughly four days and therefore we had a good time to explore the city and obviously father's DSLR couldn't miss its chances, as always. The first day went by in the hour-long drive to the town but a quick snooze was enough to charge us up with a renewed enthusiasm for the evening. We slipped in our woolens and set for MG Road, Mahatma Gandhi Marg, the commercial hub of the town, to lay our hands on some beautiful souvenirs, Sikkim tea and Buddhist figurines for the shelves. As always, father had a ritual of carrying a tourist map with him and that made our trips much more planned and effective. The awe-inspiring panoramic view of the snow-capped Mount Kanchenjunga and the Baekthang waterfalls was definitely on the list followed by the rest. And so, the following morning was checked for Tashi viewpoint to either gorgeous, white, mountains, however, father had definitely taken the drive to Nathula Pass, the connecting route between Sikkim and Tibet, to get a larger picture. The view was breathtaking as far as the eye could see, it was as if I had reached the final stage of tranquility in which life seemed ever so gratifying and blissful, away from the hustle and bustle of regular city life. We had already rented a car for our sightseeing throughout the period of our stay and so the next drive was to the Namil Institute of Tibetology, a Tibetan museum named after the 11th Chogil of Sikkim. A repertoire of Tibetan language and culture, it houses the richest collections of Tibet and the Himalayas. Let me mention that the institute is tucked amidst the picturesque scenic ambience of birch oak and magnolia, and it felt as if peace could never seem so fulfilling to the senses. Built on Tibetan architecture, its foundation stones were laid by the 14th Dalai Lama back in 1957. Statues, coins, thankas, artwork, murals, sandalwood models of the first Chogilan Lamas, a library of Tibetan literature and fine specimens are what resides in the premises. Simply a treat to the eyes. The next in line were the Dudrol Chorten, Rumtek, and Inchi Monastery. The Inchi Monastery in an extremely surreal location is a sacred wonderland of the Buddhists and monks. A serene and religious environment, I shall not twist my words in saying that religion to me never seemed this aesthetic and pleasing. It isn't about the chants or the lords, but the sacred aura of the premises that elates your heart with an overwhelming sense of joy and gratitude. In times of a pandemic conquering mankind and gloom overpowering humans, I can assert time and again that this peace is the kind every distressed soul craves for, even though every religious place on earth is heaven in disguise. After a quick visit to Dudrol, we kept Rumtek for the next day. How can I write a travel diary about Sikkim without mentioning how exciting a ride along the Gangtok ropeway is? One thing I skipped mentioning is, Gangtok has seen many of my firsts. It was the first time I knew how a hot dog tasted and the very first time I rode in a ropeway or mountain cable cars as they say. One can have an enthralling panoramic view of Gangtok City from high above, as the cable car swings through the lines. Much interestingly, we even stopped midway hanging all by ourselves from such an elevated height when the electricity suddenly snapped. All we could do was sit inside and eye the city until the car again started to function. What an experience it all had been. Food is always the greater joy of every travel and this account shall not entirely suffice my frequent feasting into this and that. Summing it all up, that vacation was a hell of a trip and I can't help but feel extremely nostalgic as I relive every memory sitting in the confines of my home as the world fights a never-ending pandemic. I must assure my readers and listeners in and across the world that a visit to these parts of the country shall never leave you disappointed, for every travel is a blissful experience only if you choose to become a part of it.